Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage in uh, sunny but cool Santa Cruz, California. Yeah, it's known as winter around here. Yeah. <laughs> we have a fucking full house tonight. I think there's 13 of us here. 12. Yeah, lucky uh, 13. Lucky 13. Right. Uh, I'm your host, Douglas. We running the board. We got Zach. Hello. Over in the corner where he should be, his mouth. Yo, what up? Adrian. Hello. Antonio. Brap. Megan. Hello. Chris. Full throttle, bro. Charles. Yes. Bagel. Howdy. Jesse. Scooting and styling. Jim. Hola. And knick knack knock 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 knock. Yes. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we actually have uh, some shit to talk about. What did we do today? No, we don't. We didn't do a goddamn thing. We didn't do that. Let's go home. Hey, we're, we not, we're not like you on Sundays. We come here, drink beer. <laughs> well, honestly, we didn't do shit in the garage. No, we so. didn't. No, the garage was closed today. Um, today was the Vampires MC annual Day of the Dead ride. Uh, it's a memorial ride that ends up with a mystery meat barbecue and stupid human tricks. Who here came to that day? I, I did. did. Right here. Every, yeah. You yeah. can't yeah. raise Pretty your hand I on did. a podcast. Pretty much. Yeah, Sorry. About three, <laughs> uh, yeah. Most of Only us a did. couple did not. Yeah. Okay. Charles cool. and I went dirt bike. Everybody have fun. Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, it was a good time. No awesome. fun at all. Great. No. Okay. Yeah, it was aight. It was It was cool. Though, yeah, it does prove out that sometimes traffic just does suck. Traffic suck. Yeah, we there was a period where we were going up 84, and you know, I led the ride, and um, we were stuck behind this like white car and this black car, and they were going like 30 miles an hour. And, and you know... So many people passed them, and they just would not pull over. Right. Yeah. Now, where, no, did the, where do we start the ride, Doug? We started the ride uh, at Cafe Pergolesi, downtown Santa Cruz. And was that imperative? Yeah. <laughs> How many people were there? How many people uh, we up? counted about 35 bikes, and there That's was probably, probably 40 people plus uh, a few dogs, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah there, right. were, there was two dogs on the ride? There's at least, and at least scooter. three. Hey, hey, I've yeah. got a name. And a fucking scooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And there's a scooter again, finally, at yes, uh, another Vamps ride. So I took everybody up uh, Highway 1 for about 30 miles, and then uh, we got to Highway... Worst part ever. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I, the the yeah. only thing I was li- thinking of is, like, Knox fucking shaking his head back there. I know oh. he is. I as as we're cruising along, I'm like, <laughs> what's going through? Because we usually, you know, sometimes we do twisty we roads, sometimes we do the coastals, and we're going up the coast, and I'm going through my brain like, okay, the supermotos are hating it. Well, I wasn't that bad. I, uh, I know we have the same And as gearing. we're going up the hill, I'm like, I could almost feel some of the 650 thumpers just like straining well, for me, going I didn't up. know the route, and we kept passing all these good roads. I was like, ooh, 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 Bonnie Dune. Oh, no, okay. Uh, Swanton. Oh, yay. Uh, no. Gazos Creek. No. And I was like, we gotta fucking turn on Pescadero. Come on. And I was like, no. <laughs> Where the fuck are we going? Yeah, I thought we were going to but, San Francisco. See, yeah, I was like, I was feeling the pain of the thumpers, but I know the Harleys that were with us were like, okay, yeah. this is a nice cruise I for wanted them. to give everybody a little something, you know, mm-hmm. today. So I know we had we had a, a total array of, of bikes today. Yes, knock. Doug's a pleaser. <laughs> Because I'm a giver. I'm a giver. What can I say? You give so, and you give and you give. <laughs> Last night, like one in the morning, I'm making this route and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just gonna do easy stuff. Uh, you know, not not a complicated route. And um, you know, it seemed to please everybody. So except yeah, for Zach. Except for Zach. Well, no, Zach. I was I, I was pleased. Yes, <laughs> Zach was very pleased. I do have to say though, he became I mean, one with the route. Yeah. We, normally, I've done this ride a couple of years now. Normally, a lot of people like peel off at the halfway point where we yeah. stop and. No one really Nobody did, did this yeah. year. We came back with yeah. most everybody. Well, I think, actually, yeah. no, we did We did lose a few people. We did, yeah. but like yeah. generally the attendance kind of drops. Yeah, a couple people ended back kind of significantly. The city, but yeah, some people split off at Alice's. Right about the time you hit Loma Prieta. <laughs> or Jameson Creek. Yeah. yeah. But like I say, on 84, um, I mean, if you're driving along in a car and a box truck is riding your bumper, because you're going too slow, yeah. yeah. You need to pull the fuck over, right? Yeah. You know, I, I got 35 bikes behind me, and I'm like, I, I could try and pass these. I know I could, but I got this group of 35 but, people. But I'm behind. going the speed limit. So yeah. No, you finally, weren't. Adrian and, and Knock just like fucking bolt off in front of me, and I'm like, finally. And, and Adrian's like, you know, waving to the car to pull the fuck over. So I they, just couldn't take it. They both did. And, yeah, thankfully, we had about 10 minutes of open road. Thank you, know, you, thank yeah. you for being reasonable, so Adrian and I could ride. 
sounded like assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it was it so. was tough not to fall into overseas mode and just go straight down the middle with the faith uh, that the oncoming driver yeah. will just get out of the fucking way. Yeah. yeah. So we had a rest stop at, at Alice's. Uh, you can get anything you want at Alice's, apparently. Except for Alice. Except Indeed. for Alice. Yeah. <laughs> or Arlo Guthrie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then from there, we took uh, Summit, or uh, so Skyline all the way to Summit, uh, back over 17, mm-hmm. which was fun. That shit was fun, yo. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. nice and long. Dude, co- fucking so it's, a, oh, sorry. Uh, it's a long co- um, ridgeline run. You know, it goes a couple sweepers, some good views, some fog comes over, and then all of a sudden it goes to single lanes. Like, trail. Single lane goat trail. Yeah, oh, shit, and uh, that every that, turn is blind, started. pretty much. Every, turn every left blind. turn is a yeah. blind turn. Yeah, and so I gotta say, like, the when we were coming up to that one, there's a couple of people who got surprised by that one, because there was mm. some squealing brakes going on. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, Nock and I are out in the front, and then there's this dude on this fucking huge bagger, like, right behind us. He was holding his own. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good rider. Uh, he was, he was yeah, riding that, with that. The, Harley was doing a bad job. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he was, was one of the Dons. I was right? behind him. He was very yeah. scrapey. <laughs> yeah, very scrapey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, was, uh, he was not happy when uh, at that point uh, I, 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 we, we stopped and I, I came by so I could be in the lead with you guys and play. And I was behind you and Nock. And he wasn't so happy with that. So he, he at one straight, he finally he just yeah. got shoved his right in front. <laughs> Expected. Yeah. <laughs> He was making custom floorboards. So, <laughs> so, Zach, why don't you tell us your recount of what happened? Then? What happened? Or what happened next? Class. Uh, well, I high sided. Yeah, high sided on Skyline, on the really single lane twisty part. Was not far from where uh, the next turnoff, right? Not that far. No. Yeah. No. No. No, so I, to preface this, uh, as we were coming onto that section, you said there were some squealing brakes. I, I locked up my rear a little bit at that, as everyone slowed down. Yep. And I noticed that uh, I locked up my rear and, and was, I was straight up, so I figured I could, I'd just let it off. And I l- took my foot off the rear brake pedal and the rear just stayed locked for another full second and a half. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And this is, this is going downhill into a right-hand curve, right? No, uh, this no. is the, as we're approaching from where it's nice and paved and straight, right. just where black is. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right, and we had those two other bikes in front. I just... Okay. As we're coming up, I see the bikes packing up lights, yeah. and I see some smoke from tires, which I'm guessing the smoke was actually from Zach's. <laughs> Probably mostly mine. <laughs> um, and so that happened. I was like, huh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> don't know if that's supposed to happen. Um, and it was clutching everything. I wasn't. It wasn't um, engine braking. So uh, we go down. You're riding an SV650, SV650. Right? Yeah. My, my jank job. Um, the jank job. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a little foreshadowing there. Yeah, my well, no, my free bike. It, it's been it's been running great. I have everything like dealt with. Maybe not now, but um, <laughs> but so we're coming in. I'm like near the front, just like hauling ass. Feel like it's nice. Like taking the turns really nice, really tight, quick. Um, I come into one turn, coming up, approaching it, and I need to bleed off some speed because it's one of those really tight, tight ones. Mm-hmm. Um, after a straight section, so I, you know, break to blow off a little bit of speed, and the rear locks up again because if we give a little too much rear, and doesn't unlock, so the bike slides sideways. And uh, at this point, I pretty much, as I'm sideways in the middle of the road, realize that I'm going to crash. So eventually, you know, I get ready for that. You're to, to, I get ready to low side, and then uh, the rear unlocks and grabs it and flips it over the high side. And yep. then you're flying through the air and you go, I can see my house from here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always that point where you go like, fuck, I can't save this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know. He never touched the throttle, so he still had a big option available there. <laughs> yeah, true. Charles, That's what do you true. Do? Well, we're, we're glad you're okay. Uh, how's the bike? Uh, the bike is, uh, the clutch broke off and the shifter pedal was banged up. And it's really hard to shift it. When you sell it, it's going to be a salvage title, huh? No. No, not at all. <laughs> um, that's, that's only a paper thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, um, the bike did finish the ride. It did finish the ride. Adrian uh, managed to get, uh, thanks to the jankiness, it'll start in first gear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, we ripped off the clutch, um, undid it, so we taped the clutch cable to the handlebars, <laughs> took yeah. the, the remnant metal bit and had that as a pull. Oh my nice. gosh, yes. Um, it, which it sort of worked, but then it was mostly speed shifting. Damn, we did a lot of work on them fucking bars too, huh? Yeah, I just got to put new bars on it, I dude. It's not an issue. fucking handles for you too. That's okay. I'll put the old one on. Bitch. Um, but yeah, so I just got to 
you know, put on some old stuff and, get, you know, put a new set of bars on it. should be good to go. Okay. Yeah, good. It had sliders on it. And those, the, the linkage and is bad, too, right? The linkage is a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We could, had to pry it, like, take some metal in there and pry it out so it, was, it would actually move. Yeah, it, it could probably be bent back. Um, yeah. But the slider took almost all the impact. No good. Yeah, so and, your, and your gear did yep. its job, too. That's good. Yep. I was wearing, glad you're still in one piece, dude. I, I was wearing dirt armor, and I hit most of it on my elbow, and, like, I have a tiny, tiny bruise there. Yeah. It, it was good. Cool. Your ego. I think bruised. I think vampires rides were averaging about about half a crash per ride. We'll go like a ride without a crash, and then someone mm. will someone will stack, and then yeah. well, at least it's out of the way, it. Zach. Yeah, this, this ride in particular, it seems like once a year there's a there's a wreck. Yeah. Uh, that was that was my first crash, so I'm actually kind of psyched about yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I've Got seen that out you, of the way. I've seen you rail on a little Honda 500. And <laughs> I was really surprised to hear that you crashed. Yeah. yeah, but you got it out of the way. Got it out of the so, way. Got it out of the way. Yep. Ain't no thang. Yeah. Well, and and then I got it out of the way, and then got on Adrian's bike and rode that back down to the meetup site, and that felt great. I Did you like the Terra? Uh, it was nice, yeah. but like I was afraid that I was gonna get on it and be like, oh god, oh god. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. The, uh, but yeah. I got on it, and it was Did like the shakes and everything. We, yeah, we cruised down 17. I was like, oh, this is so nice. Oh, you guys I'm took like 17 really back. Zen okay. and chill, okay. like. So it's good. Yeah, they took 17. I didn't want to um, take 17 with the clutch the way it was, so yeah. I took actually. Nope. The, you know, old San Jose. You know, oh. it's it's a real cool crash when your bike punts you off. Itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck you, I'm done yes. with you. This is a real crash, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! This is a real crash, right? Yeah. The the worst is I I bruised my leg pretty brutal and was limping around, and that was only because I had my wallet in my pocket. So I actually did take it in the wallet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Cool. So we finished the ride uh, at the end point was the the Santa Cruz Vets Hall or, or the sorry the VFW. Uh, where we had the mystery meat barbecue, which was uh, alligator this year. Alligator what did everybody think of that alligator gumbo? Oh, it was good. fantastic. Delicious. It was it was like really yeah, fatty it was, chicken, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really good. But was not it, was it interior crocodile alligator? alligator. <laughs> 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 Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a Chevrolet <laughs> movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Hey, um, just so you know, Jim almost crashed too on his brand new bike. Oh yeah, yeah. Jim Stark did. Oh really? See that in the really? Back. Oh, wow. Right off the start at the um, uh, mission. Really? Yeah. Did you yeah. see that, Adrian? What when happened? you stopped at the uh, Safeway to let everybody go, um, he mm. fucking locked him up, man. Really? Yeah. He went like this. I throw him, throw his hands off the bike, and I thought he was gonna fucking smash him. Yeah. Like, Damn. Oh, you wow. saw that? About that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, the barf kid Nick. Almost got in a wreck too, or he he blew a corner and then got reprimanded by, by one of the other oh, riders. Oh, oh, oh. That doesn't sound like barf at all. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I've never been on a barf ride. And then ride I know Brian. I know Brian ended up in the dirt on his SV. Yeah, Did he? Brian. Yeah. Yeah. So you miss he all was, this shit when you're fucking. Yeah, leading. he said he ended up in the dirt, and he was like, I don't know how I'm still alive. Man. Yeah, he was shook up. <laughs> well, he's yeah. a, he's he a dirt rider primarily, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. So he so he knows what he's doing in the dirt on the street, but yeah, he. He he blew a corner too. <laughs> cool, uh, and you know, uh, tr- in tradition, we did the uh, the chariot races. Yes, yes. At the, <laughs> we actually had a good amount of volunteers to monkey. Yeah. So the chariot races, four? we we take yeah. these milk crates and we put fucking awesome. We put wood on the bottom and then big old Harley brake rotors, so they slide you around, <laughs> and uh, you get on the and we put a tow strap to the motorcycle and we tow you around this uh, it's like circle parking lot. It's got a, it's with got a speed, speed bump, bump in it. <laughs> right. So. So yeah, Antonio, you did that. How, that was your first time, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, How, I've heard about it a lot, and uh, I was completely. Uh, I, I really wanted to do it. So when uh, you offered me that full set of leathers, yeah, we had the, like, the garage leathers. I don't even yeah. have to do this in my gear. This is perfect. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I suited up like a monkey, and I was like, "Put me in line. I want to do this. This this looks stupid." <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys lapped. Lapped yep. Jim and yeah. uh, who, who else was it? it was uh, I, I lost Kay. my monkey. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, a- yeah, Adrian knew exactly how to get me around that fucking track. I was yeah. like, well, <laughs> he, he had it all calculated. He he's like, I'll take this. I'll put them right in the in the leaves. This is gonna. Yep. Uh, it was one is I just figured out that okay, we had a fairly short lead on the um the chariot, and you know a monkey sort of know what they're doing. So you know get the whole shot on Jim. Which if you're in the lead. 
it's really hard to pass. Right. It's just really unless really you want to send your monkey for a ride on that speed bump. <laughs> yeah. Fucking throttle um, it. And Which also, is, I mean, with the you should totally do that. The chariot's sliding around so much; it's a lot easier to figure out what it's going to do to the rear of your bike. Because if right. you swing you out keep wide, the tension on it too. You're yeah, always trying you, to keep the tension. Yeah, like, tension yeah, yeah. On, but like jet skiing. If or, you swing um, them wide, um, you know that it's going to pull on the rear of your motorcycle. Right. right. So it's like you swing <clears> them so much, you get so much pull off the rear, you slide the rear a little bit, so you can start anticipating that. Hmm. I'd like to point out that the first time the monkey got tangled up in the crate, and a second time. <laughs> You, wait a minute. You were towing a guy with track experience, and I was towing somebody else's <laughs> cute girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so I was taking a cut. That was that was yeah. not fair in any. In any no, in there, any way. there was taking somebody who's done this before. Track experience. Yeah, it was no contest. I, it was I've, a, I've never wrong done classes. the chariot thing before. Wrong classes, basically. Butt Rider 2.0. Antonio's yeah. teaching. Butt Rider. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, it, was, it was all about look and grip. <laughs> yeah. well, we used to um, also, we, we really need to make sure that we center the ties on the bike. Because uh, ah, yes. that was really, I yeah, think, impacting Jim a little bit. Yeah, there was the, no other alternative. Yeah. It was, it was going to tear his license plate off. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we used fun. to do this with the, with the Trail 70s. Until yeah. they got stolen out of, out of here, which sucks. But we need um, to keep our eyes bastards. peeled for. A well, we have TTR one twenty fives next oh, year. Oh yes, yeah. yes we do. those would be perfect. Those would be perfect yeah. for it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, the smell of burning plastic was was kind of much. Though, <laughs> <I think>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's because you're whipping around. The original up the ones, those had skids on them. The original ones, the plate was actually bolted to the bottom of the crate. Right. That the was original right. one, the plastic. rotor was yeah. bolted yeah. to the bottom of yeah. the crate. And there was no wood. It was so hot that the the milk crate would melt. You'd be sitting like six inches lower to the ground. Like one side would go down, like, yeah, way Wait, lower. Uh, I, kids, <laughs> back first, in my day, we didn't even have the rotors. Exactly. <laughs> first, there, there was no rotors. It, it was, was just a milk crate. It was just a milk crate, and that shit would be like six Shattered. inches shorter yeah. by the time the day is over. Yeah. It was so much and fun. And so the, it would hit the speed bump and shatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd be just dragging it on the ground. Next yep. week, yeah, we got to throw fireworks at them as we're going. <laughs> some <laughs> bottle rockets. Cherry bombs. Getting sideways on those things was totally. a lot of fun. Leaning those fucking things through the turns, that was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anybody else want to throw anything about the ride today? Cupcakes. Cup, dude, the fucking cupcakes. Yeah, you tell your, yeah. Cupcakes if I didn't tell your epic. wife enough, the cupcakes were amazing. Yeah, those are proper. Yeah, they were they were iced iced cupcakes with with two little fang holes in the top and like strawberry filling with for blood. It, it was they, it was they awesome, were phenomenal. Yeah. They were really good. I like riding with you, Doug. I love riding you too, Knock. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I feel yeah. the XR love. Yeah. All right. Uh, we had an event last week. I know we touched on this. Well, we had a whole podcast about it. But there was uh, people on that podcast that were not, or uh, they were not on that podcast that are here tonight. Um, Mike, whoops, I dropped my pen. Oh, bend over for me. What did oh, you yeah. think about the the dirt bag <laughs> last week? I thought it was. I thought it was really a lot of fun. I thought. Um, I thought the ride there was pretty nice, except for that fucking guy. Who that the fuck was that guy, guy in the back with the goddamn Yamaha? <laughs> the fucking uh, donut? No, the <laughs> fucking guy he, with the Honda jacket and the Yamaha bike. Oh, Nigel. Confused? Fuck him. <laughs> Dude, that's all I'm saying. Everything was good except he have for a that. Honda jacket. Yeah. Yamaha bike. Yeah, like we were look, I was looking for fucking Honda stickers. I was going to put them all over his fucking bike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's a good guy. He, he's just not an experienced rider. Yeah. yeah, but either way, uh, it was really good. It, I, either way, my, fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> fuck this guy. Okay. Um, my first, my first, uh, the first thing I would say about it was that I felt like it was definitely a recycle garage motorcycles and misfits event. Like a hundred percent, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, the the bike event itself was it reminded me a lot of the event I went to this summer. Um, Here we go. Bo- Born three seven. <laughs> no, it was kind of like a. Um, I felt like it would be like a prelude to Born Free. So like this is like a lot cheaper and and and, and low low budget. And then like these, I hear a lot of people talking shit about like, oh yeah yeah, who's got thirty thousand dollars to build a bike? Well, obviously you don't. That's why you built this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you did have forty thousand dollar bike, there'd be fucking chrome all over your shit. So you know what I mean? But maybe in a few years you will be at Born Free. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I felt. But at the same time, like I really appreciated the show for what it was. Uh, it was it was very diverse. Did like butt the- problems play this year? No. Damn it! <laughs> butt They're problems so was not good. That, that was. 
fucking hilarious. That's another story, but go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no, I thought I, I, I love I think the show is was fantastic. It was very like kind of grassroots it's a real and band. Um, I felt a lot more comfortable at this show than I did at Born Free. Let me put it to you that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You um, seem like you're in your element. You were you're just fucking like, hey, I'm so excited. Are you guys excited? Yeah. I'm fucking excited. Did you see that thing? Hey, this guy's looking at my pumpkin bike. Yeah. Hey, dude, if I could count the number of people who took pictures of pumpkin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're like, this is You'd what not to, to do to your SV. <laughs> no, no, they were fucking feeling it, man. They were feeling it. So, what was your, what was your, well, the coolest bike that uh, to you well, uh, of the uh, contestants? Clearly, it would be the SV that was turned into a chopper. Clearly, yeah, <laughs> that shit was fucking badass. It was, uh, it was the same, it was the same bike as uh, uh, Zach has. Yeah, yeah, the okay. first gen, first generation. Yeah, it was yep. really cool. Um, they had one last but, year too. Really, like the the one thing that stood out to me that made it really comfortable for me was the diversity of uh, people and motorcycles, and that's one of like it's a huge thing for me in motorcycling is because I don't like uh, um, you know uh, what do you call pretentious assholes, racist motherfuckers. You know what I mean? (laughs) The clicky clicky types. Yeah, exactly. So it seemed like anybody could come, any bike could come, and then nobody's gonna like kind of scoff at you. And right. um, cool. Well, you look down the row of the bikes that are parked there, and it's yeah. like it's yeah. cruiser, sport bike, motard, yeah. cruiser, you know, yeah. dual sport, adventure scooter, bike, yeah. souped up and scooters, fucking, like, yeah, everything. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, and then we had our own tent, um, which you guys did a really good job. You know, we set up, we we pretty much tailgated, and yeah, and took the an jeep was there, and over. we did a. Uh, barbecue and stuff so yeah that was nice. great and people were very eager to be on the podcast you know you could go up right up to the yeah. builders and and um talk to anybody who was there and everybody likes to talk about their bike and it wasn't a bunch of people who just um you know bought a bike and you know get it serviced oh, every five thousand miles it was like people who you know really Live, breathe and bleed yeah. motorcycles yes so it was just people who for the love of bikes are there you know what i mean and and you know it was nice it was really nice i didn't and there's some really nice bikes there too but um, that SV was really cool. And then the actual build from this year that I saw, I don't know what kind of bike it was, but it looked like um, it looked like it didn't have a gas tank. It Yeah, that's the, that DR, the DR650 with the Hasa girder front end. the uh, fucking fire extinguisher gas no, tank? No, no. It, it, it kind of looked like that, but without any gas tank, and it had the same shock in the rear as it did on the front. Yeah, that's the DR650. Dude, that thing was fucking ridiculous. That, that bike's come up... Uh, uh, Four or five times in the last yeah. week, as far as the podcast and just talking with people, so it must have been a, so. Do we know who owns it? We, I don't know. It just looking at it, trying to figure it out. I'm like, oh, like it almost like defies motorcycle logic. You're looking at it like, okay, so you is know, it coming it is it going? Yeah, like is this the front <laughs> or is this the back? You know what I mean? And like, why is this doing this? And where's the gas tank? It, it's really really cool. Yeah, I was the, very the frame was the gas tank. So I know that now. Okay. I fucking know that. Just, <laughs> just, just making sure. Yeah. Just making sure the cancer enhancer wasn't fucking your head up. A no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, no. Did we replace the cancer enhancer with something else besides cancer? No. no. I, uh, <laughs> when I parted my M900, my custom 1993 Ducati Monster M900, I had to finally part it out. And for some reason, I was really, really happy when the guy showed up for the motor in the frame and said he was going after the dirt bag challenge. Nice. nice. Oh. Really? Yeah. I think I saw that bike wound there. wound up there. That nice. bike wound cool. pieces pieces of the bike. Have you have you seen it since he built it? No, no. I, I think I, I saw a Ducati Monster. I talked to the guy. It was right outside. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was right to the left side of the gates before you go into yeah, gated area. Yeah, it was last year's. He was in the last year's yeah. event. It's got a dual fucking shocks in the back, like right underneath the seat, and then uh, one up in the front. And the guy rebuilt the entire frame like by hand, and it was it was fucking. I've never seen anything like it. He had indicated. Actually, I got a, a picture custom, of it. A custom swing arm was in the works for hmm. it. So yeah, I was probably nice. one. Dang. Thing was fucking crazy. What so do you think, Zach? Uh, yeah. I mean, I went last year, and it's one of one of the events that I look forward to every every year. Like, I was really excited to go, um, largely because of the because it's because of the diversity there. It's just you know, it's a celebration of all things motorcycle and like yeah. all things economical motorcycle, like shit that people have handmade. Yeah, no trailer queens. Yeah, totally. Right. Um, and there's some nice bikes there. There's a lot of like and there's serious, titties too. There was, there there was titties. titties. I promised titties and there was fucking yeah. titties. Oh, there was mad titties. Ray's looking good. You know, and it's just, uh, you know, there's burnouts every five, ten minutes and it's just a great time. Fucking wheelies and beer and... Yeah, it was, it's like pretty shameless and just a lot of fun. Cool. So, Mike. Yo. You going to do a bike next year? 
Um, I, I already did it. It's ready to go. It's really, you've already <laughs> violated the, the rules. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, they said you could do that just in the last month. You know, I don't put another thousand dollars into it. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> just toss pumpkin down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> do that anyway, even the if you don't. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a picture of this fucking bike. Anybody wants to see it? Yeah, sure. I'll take a look. Yeah, at pass it. it around. Yeah. Am I gonna do one? Uh, well, first okay, I gotta is, a, is it coming or I is it I think re- recycle Ooh. should should just fucking do. We've been oh, going. I think we should. Think so I think also. we should. Zach behind you. Zach behind. Yeah. You. I think between like you know ten of us, we have the time and the money to, to fuck just to create a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't we do that on a really good basis? at that? Yeah, why don't you just pick one of the ones that you do do? <laughs> we just put put some names in a hat, and that the person uh, that sorry fucker has to ride that thing for a hundred miles. <laughs> it's all, oh. all the names will be my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, Chris, didn't you build like a car version of this? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought there was a national news kind of a thing. Yeah. Maybe I, you could help them with some advice. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. When, when this phone gets around to me, I'm going to take a picture of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, knowing Mike, there's already a picture of your balls. I got that. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> so, uh, we have two special guests in the house tonight uh, Charles and Chris. Not that kind of special. Not that kind of special. (laughs) Long time time listener, first time caller. You guys are here to talk about OHV parks. Uh, But first, we're going to do a little get to know for both of you. Uh, Charles is no stranger to the garage. Just give us a little background on on your riding history. How long have you been riding? Let's see it. Since 1977. And uh, there were bikes back then? You're old. And started racing in 86. Uh, met Liza in about 2001 when I moved out here. She's she's kind of a... My wife keeps telling me when I drop dead, she's going to marry Liza and they're going to raise my kid. So... Uh, <laughs> Have you yeah. checked? Have you checked your cereal for strychnine? <laughs> Some arsenic, maybe. I don't let her cook for me. Not in a vegetarian thing. So yeah, motorcycles. It's kind of a passion. It's that thing that you do. Everybody sure. has one real thing. It's the only thing we're all here fucking mm-hmm. tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere you go, anywhere in the world, India, China, anywhere. You meet some guy on a bike, some girl on a bike. They want to talk to you about bikes. So it's just a sort sure. of cool, connected thing that I've always been into. And what are you riding now? What's your main go-to? I have seven. My wife has three. My kid has one. Uh, what's <laughs> nice. the main go-to? I, it's whatever's under me. Whatever's okay. And you ride dirt? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of dirt. Lots of street. Lots of I don't know. Lots of two wheels. I don't care. Lots of two Charles wheels. is one of the reasons why I'm riding dirt. Oh, nice. yep. it's, it's so his fault. I'm huh? sorry. The, his fault. Nah. <laughs> his fault. All right. Do you realize like how much right. Antonio spread the dirt? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I've been riding for I don't know, fifteen years. Um, I do uh, lots of canyon carving. I do sport touring with the emphasis on sport. Uh, the, the the straight roads are only to get to the curvy roads further away. Right. I got into dirt maybe I don't know four years ago, and that was my the biggest regret of my life is waiting that long to right get, to get into dirt. Um, that's when I realized that uh, paved roads are a waste of taxpayer dollars. <laughs> uh, but I, I literally just ran out of paved roads in California to explore. Yeah. Um, nice. So I got a DRZ, which uh, was great until Antonio bought it. <laughs> oh, and broke it. You're the Dr. Turd. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's falling into place now. Cool. That's yeah. where Dr. Turd comes from. And what's, from. what's yep. your go to right now? Um, so I've got a CRF 230. That's my. I'll let friends fuck around on. I've got a Husqvarna TE 511. Uh, and I'm I've got sorry. A, and I've got a. Hey, it's, it, it'll be great <laughs> until it breaks. It hasn't broken yet. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. I just. I've got a husky thing right yeah, now. It, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and I've got a big KTM adventure bike. Nice. But uh, so yeah. you guys are here tonight to talk about OHV parks and uh, give us some. And, and well, Antonio too, I guess. We know Antonio. <laughs> can you, can you, but do we know? <laughs> do we know Antonio? Sorry. So the three of you are here um, to talk about OHV parks. Yeah. And uh, resources to get more knowledge into where to go and what to do and. Yeah, I'm so, gonna let you guys have the floor now, so go for sure. it. Sure. So, uh, got got a bunch of tips. So, um, you know, California is uh, has OHV parks, you know, off highway vehicle uh, all over the state, um, and uh, you know, obviously that's where you can take a, a bike without a dirt or without a license plate. Um, and uh, obviously here in California, you have red sticker and green sticker, although that is county by county. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are 
many counties in California where you can ride red sticker year-round. So that's one good tip. Okay. We don't uh, live by those counties. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> those counties are far away. Far yes, away. Yes, unfortunately. Long time ago. Um, but obviously around here, you know, Hollister, Metcalf, et cetera. But, uh, but many people don't realize if you have a license plate, you can go into National Forest. And there are epic black diamond level uh, roads everywhere. Um, and uh, you literally just go in. You know, California is, I think, 19% national forest. So wow. uh, go online, um, search for the name of the national forest, like um, Sequoia is one of the best. Oh, wait, it's 18 now. Uh, son, of, son of a bitch. And so now it's 17. Search, search for uh, search for MVUM, which is a motor vehicle use map. And uh, every national forest office publishes a, a PDF of the map of... Uh, Many of the trails are, uh, you know, motorcycle only single track. Many are just double track. Um, like I said, you, you can just pick up a map and go, and it's it's pretty epic. There's most Garmin GPSs actually have the roads on their uh, in their map software. Um, sometimes there are big big squares where it the roads just disappear and those are mostly owned by like uh there are logging companies but if you go to the logging company's website it says you are free to pass through on our land as long as you're not camping or stopping um so so cool. go do that um obviously the uh, sequoia i'm sorry the sierra club is trying to close more and more of these uh trails so mm-hmm. there's lots of good organizations out there like stewards of the sequoia that go and uh, petition the counties and the government on on our behalf to to keep them open and the ama <clears throat> ama and the ama blue ribbon coalition uh, blue ribbon yeah. uh, corva i think as well or corva is yeah. huge there are actually websites that will publish what companies are giving a percentage of the revenue to the sierra club rei for example oh mm-hmm. i love rei i'm a hippie they have my patchouli oil mm-hmm. fucking expensive overpriced beer. they give insane amounts of funds to it um san jose and i know this sounds really redneck j- just opened a bass pro shop yep. hunting redneck heaven they give tons of their money to keep ohv parks open keep ohv parks up and going so uh when, when you're out buying that stuff for your next motorcycle camping trip think about where you're going Pay attention to it. Is it largely the environmental impact that like motor vehicles are doing to the environment is what what's closing? No, it? it's not no? in our backyard. It's, okay. it's not in our backyard. Yeah. We want to save this and keep it pristine for right. not you, right. for our very 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 wealthy children three generations right. from and, now. And, and what it comes down to, we we have national wilderness designated to keep pristine, but the national forests are made for recreation not preservation yeah well uh, and, and of course and, and, in torch we all want to keep it beautiful, too, right for, sure, yeah. for all of our and lots of logging yeah um you know not um, the kind antonio does it's just <laughs> so um you mentioned log jamming for a lot of, for the national, <laughs> so you mentioned for the national forests um you do need a license plate uh you do in yes out, in, outside of the official ohv areas you do need, right you do need a license plate uh, uh what would you recommend for a plated dirt bike then Oh, uh, KTM well, 350. KTM 350. Yeah, a abs- pumpkin. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Hands down, just yeah. ready to go. I, I ended up with my, my Husky TE 511 because it was half the price of a KTM 500. Mm-hmm. Um, got it shipped from out of state, uh, you know, a few thousand dollars. Um, but you know, start with the DRZ, you know, yeah. a few grand. I rode that DRZ from here in San Jose to the Sierras several times. Uh, yeah, that's a good bike. With a backpack, you know, enough. You know, so there's the DRZ 400 then. Yeah, that's been passed on. Yep. Heavy for the people who don't know. On the <laughs> heavy, yeah. heavy for a dirt bike. A um, little bit light for a street bike, but absolutely great for go anywhere and learn how to ride. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what sort of tires are you running for when you go to like, say, you're planning out to, to go to the Sierras to screw around? Are yeah. You, what are you running for tires? Well, if, so if I'm if I'm going to ride there from here, TKC 80s are are fine on the freeway. Um, if I go camping there, I've got a van. I put my bike in the back of the van and run run motocross tires. But uh, TKC 80s are, are really uh, about the best. You know, compromise if you actually want good dirt. Moto Z's. Moto Z's. Yeah. Moto Z's, yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, what about Heidenau's? Heidenau K60. I've, I've yeah. got Heidenau Scouts. Heidenau's are a little too streety for me. <laughs> the TKC 80s <laughs> also come in 17s. So yes, TKC 80s come in 17s. Yes. yes. But oh. you will munch through them insanely fast. I'm sticking them on a DR350, so I guess I'm just old school. What was yeah, the tires? Fine. 
Sorry. I've got scouts on my Tenere that's out in the parking lot right now. They've been to Baja and back. They've ridden on the beach. They've ridden the Black Diamonds at Metcalf. On a Tenere, I took the saddlebags off. They're great tires. They'll go forever. The TKCs are great tires. Anarchies are absolute rubbish. Yeah. Um, my first sheet iron, Phil Douglas was on some chin shins Ooh. on some raggedy, and, and he showed up, and the knobs were all chewed up. <laughs> 300 miles later, he's still roosting through the dirt and keep going. That's so don't full. don't put too much into the tire choice. Mm. Put into how much you're going to be on the street, how much you're going to be in the dirt, how yep. much grip do you need on the knobs. Yep. What tires came on the DRZ when I bought it? Black ones. I know this. Bridgestone Deathwings. Those would come on really came on it new. Right. Uh, but no, when you bought it, I have no idea. Okay. Well, whatever they were, I, I, I moved to the Motos mm-hmm. uh, and did the Sheet Iron 300 yeah. and really liked them for the nice. street and the dirt. They were great. Lots of traction. Mm-hmm. And they worked great in the street. I found that they were... Even in the in the rain, any spectacular anything tires. Yeah, just great. Yeah. Is that what's on the DRZ now? Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. Yeah. So I'm gonna run the LA Barstow to Vegas later, and I'll probably Jealous. put a set of K60s on the DRZ 400. It's mm-hmm. perfect. That's the perfect bike for doing that activity. If anybody wants to look it up, look up LA Barstow to Vegas. Just a brief, like, give us an elevator pitch of what it is. Uh, two-day ride from LA to Barstow to Vegas with mostly dirt in between and some street. Uh, must be plated for service approved, et cetera, et cetera, going through, you know, national land. Um, should be a great effing time. Oh, this is the rally, Someday. not the, yeah. this is the rally, yeah. not it's the no score longer, ride. It's no longer a race. They stopped okay. doing a race. Now it's just a big old rally with, you know, great checkpoints, but you have to have a chart chart. You have to be able to do the scroll chart, that kind of thing. And how many miles? Um, I think it's about 600 miles. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's not so bad. That's one valve, uh, what, what, one valve job on the XR. <laughs> what, kind of, what, kind of, what kind of fuel range do you need for that? Uh, there are gas stops where there aren't stops. I carry a Clark to 3.9 gallon tank and then a Rotopax uh, one gallon. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's I've what never, I did in the I've never had to. I've never had to reach for the Rotopax. You know? So would you say about 100 miles between gas stops then? Yes. Yeah, at least. But there will be the AMA is an AMA run event, and there will be gas stops for you know um, basically geared around like a stock DRZ, which has a mm-hmm. puny tiny little tank. Mm-hmm. There will be AMA run gas stops for people that have stock equipment, which is you know nice. really really cool. Yeah, it's them, handy. Yeah. Nice. What kind of gas stops do you see in this year, as Chris? <laughs> oh, it's it's. Uh it's similar. I mean, I, I, I mean, when I go camping up there, I always say I bring my own fuel, and I do routes ahead of time to make sure I don't go over about the 80 miles I get on the Husky. Um, but on the DRZ, it would it would go all day, and I sometimes it's I felt like the the harder I'd ride in the dirt, the better fuel economy I'd get. Yeah, the um, DRZ went forever. I didn't even put the rotopack on it and did the sheet iron, and yeah, no problems for gas. Yeah. So, uh, what are your favorite spots to ride? I mean, is there like a specific area that you just enjoy the most out of riding anywhere in California I'd imagine there's a lot obviously but there's one <laughs> Charles is going nuts over there I mean uh, I mean of the of the national forests uh, just both Mendocino and uh, and Sequoia you I mean, ever like come across pot fields in Mendocino oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. yeah I mean it's yeah. not so much the pot; it's all the meth heads who are tending to them. Right. Oh, yeah. that, right. that you worry about. Uh, They're buddy sketchy, mine, obviously. Right. Yeah, buddy. Mine, we we did the sheet iron years and years back, and some friends came out from Texas to run the similar route, but not during the race. And they said, you know, when it's not an event weekend, and and the towns up in in Mendocino don't clear out all the meth heads for the tourists. Right. The Walking Dead isn't about zombies. <laughs> wow. It's, it's about, they're just, just staggering around. Yeah. yeah. But in, uh, Mendocino, bar none, just gorgeous. In, in, yeah. in Sequoia, go camping near Hume Lake, which is, I, I think, officially in uh, in the national park, but the national park ends, uh, you know, cool. you know, 10 feet off the road. And so uh, that's where the national forest starts. And uh, have, you, uh, have you guys gone through Klamath before at all? Or? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I went through there on through like just the regular roads, but I, what I yeah, what falls. I remembered was was like, holy shit! If I wish I had a dirt bike or, or not hmm. a dual sport, I could be in that valley right now. Right. You know, bunch of stuff around Tahoe. Once you cross the border over to Nevada, any open land is dirt bike open land. Right. Yeah. BLM. So 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 you can just anywhere you want to go. What I like to talk to people is, go to Hollister to go dirt bike riding if you're around here. Go to Metcalf. It's a gym. It's just like doing a workout. Yeah. You go and you learn. I road raced since, what, 86? I quit AFM because I was picking up a second a lap 
It was costing me three grand a weekend. <laughs> I go to Metcalf, it's six bucks. Yeah. I, I may yeah. burn a half a tank of gas. And even now, like years later, every single time I go, I'm learning massive amounts of stuff. It yeah. all transfers over to the street. When, when Zach was going into the corner and the rear brake was locked up and he was about to high side, little bit more dirt experience he'd have been like hell yeah let's write this thing out <laughs> yeah I, I always say like street experience translates to dirt like 10 percent, but sure. dirt experience translates back to street it's a topic like that comes up often yeah. around yeah. here actually yeah. speaking of um, metcalf and the rest um saw a thread recently that they're debating adding a flat track yeah i saw that really yeah yeah you tickled me the, ca- the county's having all sorts of uh uh inner turmoil among the county supervisors because we don't really want this this park we're kind of like uh hippie we're nice and trendy let's have a walking path wait a minute We've, we're making a lot of money and we're keeping people from riding motorcycles on the street we don't have the same urban situation as downtown san francisco where the kids on dirt bikes are riding through the city right so they want to spend money they've opened up the budget they've done a lot of improvement on the trails it's still yeah. rocky it rotted and Rocky, rocky and rutted today it jagged me all around but they've changed the quad track tt track into this big monster giant track they're talking about putting in a flat track they're doing a lot of work with cats and and cleaning up the trails um they're about to buy the rocket fuel plant space that was next door to them so that condos won't move in and Mm. say please uh sound restrictions they're doing all the right stuff at metcalf to keep it uh, uh, around like Hollister is. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And Hollister's doing improvements too. Uh, I gotta say, the new showers, fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, yeah, very nice. yeah Hollister is nice a state park. Metcalf's a county park. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I always got amused by Metcalf um, using the black sheep as their monkey ear because mm-hmm. they are the only motorcycle county park. Yeah. Hmm. And, and, and really, there's a lot of rocks. You got to know what you're doing when you get out in the Black Diamond stuff there. Uh, yeah, the Crankcase Killer is one of the. If, if you can ride Metcalf, you can ride anything. Yeah. I think that was the best training place that I found when I was doing the district stuff. Uh, I would ride Metcalf about once a week whenever I could, you know, do some hard motos there. And that translated. If I could ride Metcalf, I could do well in any other place. So, uh,. Where can people go online to find out more about which parks to go to? And, and I mean, really, um, the Adventure Rider Forum is, is probably the best okay. overall resource. Uh, they've got, you know, threads just on each national forest a lot of the times. Um, but, yeah, like I said, just Google for the name of the national forest and motor vehicle use map and uh, go explore. So um, you did mention, like, the Sierra Club and some of the politics behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, if people are willing, wanting to advocate and champion um, OHV riding, how should they go about it? Blue Ribbon Coalition, AMA. Sign up uh, for AMA. Join, join one of the clubs. Yep. Make St- sure you're Stewards of the Sequoia. Absolutely, stewards. And give them 20 bucks. Yep. Not a lot of money. doesn't cost a lot. Just throw some money, get on their mailing list, and start riding letters emails to your state senator to your federal senator to your county employees and and the and like steward of sequoia and a lot of these groups they have they have volunteer days especially you know uh after the rains in the spring um or after the summers you know who knows what what uh, uh you know what the climate's like here in california now but you go down you know there, there's there's some freaking badasses that go to their, their KTMs with a uh, with a chainsaw, chainsaw on their back. Jeez. Mm. Um, going down, you know, cutting down the, the fallen trees and just in grooming all the trails. It's, it's nice. Awesome. Yeah. I know. So, um, Hulster did a volunteer day a little while ago, but yeah. When you're out on these, on these yeah. trips, whether it be four or five days a week or a week and a half, like, the type of things you bring with you are your livelihood. What are some good tips or for small, simple things that would mean a lot when you're out and you don't have any other resources. What what kind of stuff do you guys pack? That's our, our essentials: uh, bourbon and condoms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a spot, right? Uh, satellite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Satellite. Spot tracker. Uh, spot tracker. Um, Roto packs full of gas. Wait, wait. So, so why don't you describe the spot? Because I don't think a lot of people actually know what the spot device yeah, so does. It's about half the size of a cell phone, and with uh, four uh, AAA batteries, 
it will uh, send your location up to a satellite you know every 10 minutes uh, of course there's a service there's service a distress service. a distress yeah, button yeah, on and it there's a 911 button on it and, there's uh, also a um, like help button that right. you can program to send SMS's to right. certain people people like, that you so you're not yep. getting charged up the right. butt yeah. for there's, emergency responders there's, a, there's right? an I'm okay button so I'll press that mm-hmm. when I when I camp for the night okay uh, yeah. but yeah the, the custom button I have programmed to uh, to email my girlfriend saying I'm okay, but bring my van to this location. And feed the cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got the same thing, like, to you, good friend and wife, of the, hey, I'm okay. Yeah. Need the, beer now. But, right. And yeah, you're right. There's the E911. Out of condoms. Which, <laughs> it's, it's just a wonderful reassurance of the E911 of, like, okay, you know, there's... Mine has a little program message that when it sends out says, there has been a motorcycle-related accident right. that is of severe enough nature. Who's nose breathing? Um, and please bring appropriate emergency response sort of thing. So it's not the, okay, we're hikers that kind of lost our way or something like that. It's like, no, there's a s- traumatic motorcycle engine that we can't ride out, bring right. somebody. Adrian, uh, I've seen a bunch of people write scripts so that it'll program up to a web page and your friends can follow you on HTML. Here's mm-hmm. where I am at this time, this hour, and every 10 minutes it just updates. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Get a nice um, little map that shows exactly where you yeah, fell down. Wallet. Chris has done that, right? Uh, yep. Actually, a yeah. little side story on that. I'm so... My wife and I, when we went on our honeymoon, uh, we had a spot tracker with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was sending up that signal of every 10 minutes. So we actually pulled off um, for the evening to have dinner. A friend of ours who had been stalking us online, <laughs> <coughs> happened to see where we pull in, pulled up restaurant reviews of the area, <laughs> saw our hotel and went, oh, there's a four-star restaurant in walking distance. Here it is. And sent it to us via SMS. Nice. Sim- <laughs> similar story. I was I, I rode to Alaska, which is a mostly boring ride. But uh, going through British Columbia, my dad looked at my spot tracks, looked at the time between them and the distance between them and said, you know, Chris, you're averaging 83 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Going off-road? No, this is is on-road. Okay, uh, so... Damn. uh, (laughs) Our buddy Brad did a a similar around-the-U.S. trip, and I was following him where he was going, getting on Craigslist and having uh, sending him ads for hookers, so when he would get to the hotel, he would know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a friend. As he got into the Midwest, I told him, I really can't do this anymore because they're all larger than you. It's it's, it's no longer even funny. (laughs) Yeah, spot... Spot's a brilliant investment. You, you, you it's pay them in mayonnaise. Yeah, it's so, like ninety nine, one fifty a year, something like that. Whatever, yeah, whatever kind can. of things are like, you need to bring this, like extra ID or yeah, like, no, it, it, inner tubes. Yeah, yeah. It depends about, on uh, I mean, you learn what breaks on your bike, but yeah, yeah, yeah inner tubes. You know, it, learn how to change your tire in your garage before you get a flat out on. The what trail. about uh, helicopter insurance? Is that kind of needy if you're way the hell out there, anyways, and uh, you've got the spot? Is that if I've you're majority. riding a motorcycle in California at a sporting pace yeah. you should have that yeah. I, I honestly yeah. i'm super I've, cheap i've got kaiser i they've, they've paid my helicopter bill before so. okay wow. so, but if for those without kaiser um yeah calstar yeah, uh, definitely. Thirty-five dollars a year. Uh, fifty. Forty-five. Fifty. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's per 50, household. It's fifty dollars a year, but uh, what we would suggest is to do the Calstar, and I believe it is on low. Uh, there's a reciprocal between the two, and oh, that gives correct, you cover. Yeah. On yeah, and that'll cover you for most of Northern California. Uh, if you happen to be in Tahoe, I think one will work and one will not. Right. So Depends if you get on the area. both, but it's cheap enough. Just you, you just start running that. Yeah. Well, so I mean, it's fifty dollars for a household. Join too, like through Barf and AMA and shit like yeah. that. So nice. plus, yeah. it's it's cool to say I got helicopter insurance, bitch. Well, it's not, <laughs> yeah. not quite insurance. You should have to pay more for that if you're on Barf. So 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 why would you want <laughs> helicopter insurance? I think a lot of people don't understand. It. As soon as that helicopter lands and you put a foot inside. That's um, 10k. It is. It is not 10k. It is no, 40 to 50 grand right. for a one-way trip to the hospital, which they will not bring you back to your location at where you crashed. That is an expensive trip, yeah. and it can be a 50 dollar a year piece of insurance. Uh, it, it's uh, anybody would highly recommend that, right? Right. One of the one of the guys I traveled with overseas bought international helicopter insurance oh, back to the U.S. It cost him, I think he said he paid about three hundred and fifty dollars. And we were oh. in the Himalayas in Pakistan. If he mm-hmm. fell down and needed to get choppered from the Himalayas back to the states, that three hundred and fifty bucks would have covered it. Damn. Right? When wow. I when I rode to Alaska, uh, I don't even remember the name of the service, but I paid. 200 bucks for a service that said if I were to crash and needed to be hospitalized, 
uh, they would fly me and my motorcycle back to my house. Well, uh, that wow. makes it all worth and it. Right your there. Bike. And yes. your and bike. And your bike. And the Both bike. pieces well, of yep. them. Yep. <laughs> can, can it use that even if you don't crash? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just, tired of riding today. today. <laughs> Quitting the day. Yeah. I'm ready to go home. You just call them. You're like, I'm really drunk. It's, I, no it's raining. I'm home. cold. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio. Be, before we jump on to the next question, uh, I want to jump back a question. We were talking about resources we can learn about National Forest. We're talking about National Forest that we also talking places like stony ford middle creek you know ohv ish parks like that or forest hill is that any of that considered national forest i get lost between what's those, those are and those what's... are often ohv parks often exist inside of national forests okay so we're not really talking about the same thing there <coughs> they, it, it's all the same dude you're in california there's a bunch of trees you're able to ride motorcycles <laughs> right. on well, some of the most awesome trails roads in the country the weather is always fantastic i think the right way uh, you were saying how do you get information ask antonio find out where he's going to go and then go the next weekend <laughs> oh. uh, no, no. the, the next... weekend beforehand because he might burn it down well yeah that would be adrian oh, yeah. there there are there are so many websites of really yeah. cool stuff to do in california if you South can't Bay do Riders. Anything, right, South, South Bay, Bay Riders. Riders uh, Oakland uh, Motorcycle Club, which has been promoting off-road riding since what, almost as long as SFMC. There's tons of websites. Yeah, Rider Planet, I think, is one that practice does, a lot yeah. before you go out. Uh, before go, you're going on an overnight yeah. ride, make go, sure you go, go hit the yeah. gym and and hit the gym or hit one of the groups that does newbie-friendly riding. Always should, bring another person. Never ride these places right, by yourself. Yes. Bring Ever. bring your GPS. Go to really? another good exchanges. Uh, another good places is. I don't like other change.com. Um, there's a guy named Countdown who posts some epic off-road GPS tracks. Cool. Right. We uh, should do, uh, do GPS tracks for the Santa Cruz Mountains. Where would be I tight? Uh, oh. I could I could make some up. Okay. Yeah. We should do the uh, sheet I've, iron, Doug. I've actually. We should. I mean, you can you can well, ride uh, Thanksgiving Loma. weekend, dude. Loma. Is it really? No. Oh uh, no, not the sheet iron. The sheet that's iron's in May. Yeah. Yeah, yeah May. that's in the spring. And completely worth it. That I'm was down. an amazing. I'm ride. gonna put Tiki C80s on my dirt bike or my super motard. I'm gonna put some cheap tires that were donated but, you know. here. No, you need to do it on the super chicken. I've, I probably I've, should do it on the super chicken. I've seen guys do the sheet iron on trail 90s. Yeah, rad. I've uh, seen guys do the sheet iron on big KTM's, DRZs. I had forgotten about the sheet iron. I took a 02 R1150GS with some TKC70s loaded two up for a camping around Lake Pillsbury, and yep. guess who went by the sheet iron 300? If I could do it on that bike. Why don't you no so touch the, real quick on exactly what the sheet iron is here in California? So the Oakland Motorcycle Club runs a rally. It is not a race. There is no wagering involved, only among friends. You start in Stonyford at the rodeo grounds. You usually spend the night on Friday with a bunch of your pals. You all camp out there. Saturday morning, you get up. Um, they have tracks. They have bailouts on the tracks. I want to go on the hardest course. I want to go on the easier course. I want to bail out to the street. And you go as quickly as you can to Fort Bragg. The goal being, make it to Fort Bragg before 6 p.m. Um, but it's, it's 150 miles to Fort Bragg. Uh, 150 miles. Uh, we did 180 in the splits that, that yeah. I was doing. Yeah, roughly, right? And you, st- you spend the yeah. night in spend Fort Bragg. Spend the night in Bragg, Bragg come, back come back the next day. Different, a different route the next day. Different so. route, okay. amazing countryside, absolutely brilliant ride. And at any point along the ride, you can go, I can't do this. And it's a mix and of dirt and street. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah, 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 absolutely. Abs- yeah. It's a well-run ride too. The organization behind this is fantastic. Yeah, the, right you, I, I think they charge like sixty-five bucks to haul all of your gear uh, to Fort Bragg for you. That's you don't have to carry, man. You don't have to carry your shit. Mm-hmm. Like, is gas um, uh, something a thing that you got to bring yourself? There's, on? there's a there's a gas stop at the roughly the halfway point. So cool. If you they can announce? make it eighty miles, you're fine. Right. So would, okay. you, would you say this is like a really decent primer for somebody wanting to do enduro type cross? Yeah, type absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I did my after. first my first one when I was after I got my dirt bike for maybe four months later. Um, I did a hard split. I'm like, okay, that was hard. I'm tired. I'm gonna do some easy splits. And at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'll do a hard split again. Go it's riding. Fantastic. Go practice before you go on the sheet iron. Yeah. Cool. Get We'll your see. suspension tuned. We'll see, uh, right? JPH suspension. Right. <laughs> we'll see a lot of folks at, at Metcalf, especially Summit Hollister, the weekends leading up to the sheet iron on the big giant BMWs. Yeah. And it's just a yard sale every single time. First yeah. corner they go into, bang! <laughs> that turns out you can't ride like Charlie and Ewan. Well, this is right after they took the picture at the highest point. Right, right, right. Got to yeah. get my picture and my Jeep myself. And, mm-hmm. so, yeah. 
Well, guys, thanks for uh, one, one go more ahead, the, Antonio. Sorry, sorry. That Sheet Iron 300, Charles has been talking about that for years, and I finally got to do it this last year. It was completely worth it. It was amazing. Nice. Sweet. That's because you did it, my dear. Doug, Doug and I are That's doing true. it next year. Yeah, we're going to do it, dude. Church. we got to do it. <laughs> practice, you got to get wheels. Practice a lot before you I'll, go. I'll, I'll go to eBay and find some wheels. Yeah. Ask Matt. Yeah. Keep telling you, ask Matt. I'll be there on my dirt bike next and, year. And the beer in Fort Bragg is awesome. I bet. Yeah, North Coast. All right. Uh, thanks for talking about that, guys. The three, of course. Um, and everybody, actually. Uh, does anybody know what time it is now? Eight. Time for the Craigslist Port Bird of the Week. Adrian's got one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have a um, for five hundred dollars. Where? Oakland. Oakland. Ooh, Oakland, Oakland, Rockridge, Claremont. Hmm. We have a 1985 BMW K100. Nice. What's wrong with it? What's not wrong with it? Condition fair. What was wrong with it? Engine displacement 99. Um, odometer 26,000. Title status clean. Low miles. Needs the Hall effect sensor installed. Could be a good runner again. Hasn't been running for a few years. Price is firm. Clean title. Anybody got a concealed carry um, permit? The picture has everything including the freaking manual wow. manual oh, wow. side fairings rear bags um pillion seats yeah it says right. it's clean title but is it current does not does say it, current does not say current it just says clean you'd think it would be a selling point mm-hmm. if it was current it's so, clean let, let it's me not see spilled anything on the title it's laminated <laughs> <laughs> scotch garden so what we're looking at is a uh, fucking dismantled bike Oh. You see, the two side cases are on one side. <laughs> yeah, and the fairings are off too. <laughs> the fairings are off too. <coughs> and yeah, he's got the shop manual. It looks photoshopped, like on the handlebars. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. This this is a complete and whole motorcycle. Yes. Yes. Correct. Well, it just hasn't been com- run for five years. Complete, not whole. Hasn't been running for a few years. <laughs> oh well, shit. Low miles needs Hall effect sensors installed. Whatever the fuck that is. Ran when dismantled. They're, they're easy. I had a K bike. They're solid bricks, man. Yeah. 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 Let's pass that around. Would be like, give your opinion, please. Bricks of shit. <laughs> it does look photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> the manual oh, looks shit. photoshopped. Oh, she photoshopped a jixer on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. <laughs> it totally looks <laughs> How did they get it to We stay should up put there? this up on the. We'll put this up on the uh, the M and M website or the uh, Facebook page tomorrow. Oh, shit. I... Did you just break my phone? No. <laughs> she has an iPhone. <laughs> She's not a worker droid. Nice. It's like Charles just yeah. threw up yeah, in his mouth a, a little bit. Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that red plastic makes it look like uh, like a. German Pacific Coast. Yeah, it does. It's kind of ugliest totally motorcycle. German Pacific Coast. <laughs> wow. Uh, or, or, or like something out of Battlestar Galactica. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The original hey, Battlestar, that was a good show. Original <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> oh, what do we want for five hundred? Jesse, bucks? what do you, what do you think? Would, would you bucks, would you buy that for five hundred bucks? God no, not <laughs> good man. <laughs> Things ugly as hell. So while they're while yeah. they're passing her out, we, we do have another yeah, guest the in the RT. house tonight. Has not been on the podcast before. Jesse, why don't you tell us a little about a bit about what you what you, about what about 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 you? You came on the ride today. Yeah, I uh, came on the ride. I was invited by Bagel. Uh, Bagel is actually one of my. Uh, Clubmates from Vespa Club Los Gatos. But you were on a motorcycle today. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I've got the F700 GS. Uh, I've been riding for a good year. Before that, it was nothing but Vespas, 12 years riding. So So how much of the scooter, the scooter riding <laughs> translate to motorcycle riding? And w- what's comparison contrast you can, can you give us? Comparing contrast, uh, <clears throat> definitely... What I've what I've noticed about all riding is that it's all rides definitely intend to be a living entity. You have the leaders who you know lead everything, and then everybody just kind of starts to expand, then contract, expand, contract. Right. Uh, and uh, in the scootering community, it's definitely a lot. For the most part, a lot of the rallies that I've been to have been very kind of subtle. You know, every so often we'll go a little bit nuts on uh, rides, maybe like three peaks. Uh, Hamilton, Diablo, and Tamalpais. Uh, but definitely in the past couple of years, I've 
as a commuter, <clears throat> I don't even have a car. So, I mean, I'm nothing okay. but two wheels. Two wheel for life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, you know, commuting just kind of gets a little bit old after a while. You know, riding a twist and go um, Vespa GTS, you know, like Bagel has. When are you going to show Bagel the light? <laughs> Never. No. <laughs> no, it's a mentality. I can't. I can't. Scooters for life, yo. <laughs> so, so which one Which one do you do Costco on? The motorcycle or the scooter? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I've made, I actually have made a run on uh, Costco with the, the Vespa GTS. Oh, so you nothing but straps. Yeah, to, so. to get more than a drink yeah. and a hot dog. Yeah, more than that. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, TP. Because I mean, uh, Bagel and I were actually uh, housemates for a while. So yep. I was making runs over to uh, the local Costco. I had all my bungee cords, nothing but toilet paper, uh, pa- uh, paper rolls, and whatnot on the back. So yeah, you can you can load an amazing amount of stuff on a scooter compared mm. to a lot of motorcycles. Yeah, you know, so. yeah, yeah. But seriously, fifty pounds of bungee cords, man. <laughs> Some <laughs> hey, of know, us, whatever, whatever it takes, man. Yeah. But if you got the Costco uh, like paper rolls, etc., and you fall over, it's great cushioning. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't know, I don't know if uh, Charles has answered this yet, but uh, I'm going to pose oh, this to uh, uh, yep. Jesse yeah. and Chris. What are your up-the-butt bikes? Now, this is a question we ask all of our guests. Uh, this is a bike that you would look at and be like, God, I would take it up the ass for that bike. Go, go ahead, Chris. Uh, yeah, I knew this question was coming. <laughs> um, you, it, you know, I, I've, I've never really like had a love for like older classic bikes, unfortunately. And, and uh, being that I just bought a big KTM adventure bike, I think I just bought my up-the-butt bike, and I didn't have to take it up the butt. <laughs> Just yeah. in the wallet. Let's Just in the, in the wallet. wallet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Jesse? Uh, for me, I think, uh, as we were talking about uh, about this earlier, um, a little bit of a fanboy for Ewan and Charlie, so I would have to say the right. 1200 GS. Nice. It's a good pick. Good pick for the ass. You know, no one ever asked yeah, me what you my up-the-butt bike is. What's your up-the-butt scooter? <laughs> uh, <laughs> my up-the-butt scooter would be a uh, 1959 Vespa Augsburg GS3150 Type 162. What's your Nerd! Wait, what is that? XR? What serial number? RRR? Do you throw a serial number in there, too? It's the German version of the Vespa GS, which was their first sport model that they started with. Is it diesel? No, it's two-stroke. But it's basically a German version of the Italian bike, which has all German electronics and thicker sheet metal and slightly different styling. It's a nice little chrome strip on the side, a beautiful swan neck tail light and a really nice denfeld seat just awesome awesome vespa i would i would take it up the butt for that wow and only so if that. anybody has one of those you know our email address <laughs> yes and i and we can give you bagels a good doctor he's a good proctologist yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's the ass man proctologist on call bring jägermeister i think one of the I think that pretty much sums it up. Uh, one last little thing: Jim just got back from Pakistan too. Right. Oh, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna talk about that more extensively th- this next podcast uh, when we have all everybody together who, who went on the trip. Right. There were there were two return trips to Pakistan uh, with a different agenda with <clears throat> Moin Khan and Liza went uh, on the first one, um, and then the second one was three return. A three out of five people went. And uh, three of us were returnees, and it was like the bigger, better, more trip. And we're all going to get together next week and right have on. a little dedicated dealio to um, to the Himalayas. Nice. nice. Sweet. Uh, well, I'll throw one little story in there, if you don't mind. What about the uh, Butt Rider 2.0? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Actually, uh, I'd, I'd like to talk about dirt right now. Okay. Go ahead. And, and yep. you guys, you guys have had me on... Uh, for, for dirt in the past and such and, and I guess uh, some some people think that I know half a thing about it. All that came I'm from a long time ago sitting around drinking in someone's backyard and Charles and Matt were there and they put us put me on a what was it a 50cc an 80cc or something like that I think it was a 50cc dirt how bike. long have you had two wheels between your legs before this uh, just a couple years maybe couple years, four okay. years or something like that I was riding street bikes and so we're in someone's backyard and they uh, this guy Matt has a flat track and we're riding these little dirt bikes around they put me on a 50cc bike and it was a lot of fun then I jumped onto an 80cc bike and that was even more fun and uh was asking you know how do i get into dirt and such and charles and matt pointed me to the ttr 125 and i started riding that and 
and that's pretty much uh, where I got my start. So, and, and he's here tonight. So thank you very much, Charles. Asshole. Uh, cool. I, I can share. <laughs> I can share the same story with with Adrian. You know, Adrian got me into dirt riding too, and Antonio has been a big influence or a big, uh, you know, a mentor as well. So I got to thank I got to thank the two of you. Riding riding in the dirt is spectacular. Getting your friends to go riding in the dirt is sort of like here. Let me pass this on because yeah, yeah. this shit's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. here, let me jam the needle in for you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. stuff. You won't get hooked, man. Speaking of jamming the needle in, <laughs> one of my first times out, I had Adrian and Justin irrigate my arm. Oh yes, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hollister. That shit hurts. <laughs> yeah, too. yeah. So yeah, we we have matching scars because of that. Yeah, matching scars now. We, we're we're scar buddies. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, that that's cool. Um, Zach, why don't you tell people how they can find us? You can find us online at motorcyclesandmisfits.com. Find us on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. And you can call and leave us a voicemail at... 831-291-5112. All right. Or you can follow the smell. Or you can follow... (laughs) Order a pizza. Order a pizza. Order a pizza. Ask for the Liza special. Yeah. All right. So that's it for tonight. I'm your host, Douglas. I am Zach. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> no, no, we're going out now. So yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. It's Adrian. Brap, Antonio, thank you very much. Megan. There's Chris. Later. Good night. Mm-hmm. Bagel. Jesse scooting and styling. Jim. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Stunting and squidding. <laughs> we out. Cool. 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 cool.